Welcome to Highlander Rewatch, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. And this week is a little different. <laughs> also, Keith's not alone. I'm Kyle. That's right. And this is Eamon. Oh, 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 oh you've got... Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Eamon, you've got a real holiday spirit going. Oh, oh I do, Kyle. Oh, 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 Does that relate at all to what we're here to do today? No. <laughs> That's true, because today we're talking about Christmas Crime Story, a Highlander-adjacent property. That's yes. right. So we recorded this... At this point, months ago. Is this just Don Pardo? Yes. With musical guest, Jumba Wumba. <laughs> so, Keith, you were about to tell us what Christmas Crime Story was. Yeah, so a couple months ago, we were scanning some stuff, and we were recording lots of movie reviews. You've probably heard our mini-sodes on... Razorback. Razorback. And what was the other Alligator one? Shoes. And Alligator Shoes. That was fun. Um, but we also recorded an episode where we watched Christmas Crime Story, which stars Adrian Paul. So we thought, hey, this would be fitting. It's a new movie he's in. Saying he stars him, he's like one of many. Part right. of a cast of characters, That's right. Like if most you movies, will. there's a cast. Yeah. Right. But, <laughs> but we'll get no into that later. Character. So anyway, we recorded this at the end of an extremely, like... It was a 12-hour-plus day, and we... Just punishing our bodies. So the reason we're telling you this is, this is a warning. We're drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the episode you're about to hear is recorded completely drunk. Yeah, like... And there's lots of foul language and slurs. <laughs> slurs? Yeah, like, not like racial slurs, just vocal slurred slurs. Speech. Yes. Slurred speech. <laughs> not racism. That would not be in that keeping was all, with the spirit of the holiday. Yeah, that was all edited out. That's right, yeah. <laughs> That's why it took us months to release it. Yeah, yeah. It took so long. The most intense episode Keith has ever edited. <laughs> Which might, may or may not be true. Though Santa has now left us. Th- Welcome back, Eamon. Yeah, he just kind of barreled past me. Yeah, he with, put his finger on his nose that's and right. went uh, yeah, right well, out of here. He remembered that we got drunk and that we were on the naughty list. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we hope everyone enjoys this episode. Uh, you'll hear what we have to say in the next couple minutes, obviously. Uh, but just war- fair warning, we're kind of drunk and, you know... Uh, there's only, for some, there's only so much you can tolerate of that, I suppose. It depends on how much you like it. This is a barometer of how much you like us. You can know you, what? I'm going to say stop selling it. We're great. This is great. Listen yeah, and enjoy. Be great. Sure, I'll cut all the other stuff. Mer- this Mer- is great. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> and a happy new year. Welcome to another Highlander Rewatch mini-sode. We've been going for... Almost 12 hours again, 10 hours maybe today, scanning documents, and we haven't made it that far. It's taken a long time to scan a lot of pages for you folks out there, but we've gotten to watch a lot of movies along the way. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Eamon. And this is Kyle. And what movie did we just polish off? We just finished Christmas Crime Story, which is an Adrian Paul vehicle, let's say, uh, that's available for uh, free on... It's not an Adrian Paul vehicle. He's yeah, in it, he's though. He's not in it enough for it to be described as a vehicle. But he does get top billing on it, because of course he did. Yeah, I think he's the only star in it, right? He's, Although I think the woman who plays the waitress, like the, she's probably somebody, right? She looks like somebody. From um, TV Gone By. Yeah, she uh, has some red-ass eyes. Yeah, she shot. looks very tired or something. Oh, she was high. Uh, <laughs> her name is Mary Margaret Humes. 
What's she from, Kyle? Uh, she is in Dawson's Creek. Oh, D Creeks. E- uh, Erie, Indiana. Oh, I love that show. That uh, had uh, Frank, no, Frank Gorshin. No, not Frank Gorshin. Who was in that? Gomez from The Adams Family. Ah, damn it. Uh, Raul Julia. No, 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 from the, the TV oh, show. Oh, the original. Yeah. That was a great show. I forget his name. He was like kind of a Twilight Zone-y sort of fun thing. Kid with the white hair. Ooh, yeah. mystery. I will say, though, she has a lot of IMDb credits. Like, it looks like she's a character actor in everything. Wow. And now she's in And this. she was also in History of the World Part 1. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. That's right. Melly Brooks. Melvin Brooks. I was going to say, before before we jump into the, our review of this movie, uh, we've got, as we usually do, some snacks that we review on this show. And we've got Kyle brought out three different things so maybe we'll review all three i think is the idea right kyle why not we've got them so there's no shortage of weird shit for let's us to talk about. yeah so let's start with one of these so Eamon, what would you prefer to start with you've you've really liked the last two things we we, we had yeah. there are two beverages and a food item here let's do the food okay <laughs> yeah well, here you go, Eamon. You can open that up. So you can oh, great. Do it once, like have the food item and have something to wash it down with. That sounds good. All right, Kyle, you can open one of these two things. So this is in a red plastic bag. Yeah. And now it's got... I mean, I tried to hide the, you know, I put like a piece of paper with some tape over it. So you can I'm going to slide this. It looks like a wafer Oh, wafers. Uh, what the fuck? Oh no. Oh, durian oh, no. flavor oh, durian wafer. Flavored wafers. Keith, what are durian well known for? Well, Russell Mulcahy directed Durian Durian's music. <laughs> That's <players>. right, yeah. <laughs> um, so durian is a fruit from Asia. Southeast Asia, I think primarily, and it is a giant spiky fruit and the inside is a yellow colored fleshy it's like custard in consistency uh but it is claim to fame is it smells like feet it smells like shit no it smells like feet no it smells like feet it smells like feet it smells like feet it smells like blue like a cheesy it's cheesy and funky it does not smell like shit it kind of smells like shit to me shit it is a fruit that is i find off off, yeah, that's you got that odor right away. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's intense. So. This is disgusting. Oh, so oh, yeah. I. Oh, oh. <laughs> Why does this exist? <laughs> just threw it on the ground. It smells. Oh, I can smell it now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I find it to be both off-putting and then at the same time like strangely addictive. Like, addictive? yeah, like I'm like ah, oh, like I kind of like, like it though. I'm gonna open it yeah. all the way up. Oh. Yeah. We're about to get a real blast. I've hated all of these today. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we're going to be washing it down with brand name Temek Apricot Nectar. Apricot Nectar. All right. That's probably the least weird thing we're eating today. So We now have a metal bottle cap. Do we want to all try bending it? That was actually a, a major plot point. that we did. Not plot point, but... It was on oh, there was a game played a in, game in uh, alligator, alligator shoes. shoes. Everyone's always bending bottle caps with their bad hands. Like, who can do it first? Yeah. So that was fun. Somebody told me once, like, I'm not a real man if I can't bend a bottle cap with my <laughs> What hand said that? Or, something. or no, he said I had to do it with one hand. He might have just been kidding. That's a very specific tyranny of the patriarchy. Yeah. It raise its head often. And Keith has one of these disgusting Everyone wafers. has to do it. What do you mean I have to do it? It's for the show. Oh. <laughs> the free will is an illusion. You have to do it. Oh, God. This smells wretched. Mmm. Mmm. Nope. <laughs> oh. 
This might make me throw up. <laughs> it kind of tastes like throw up a little, too, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really does. This is not great. Oh, so <laughs> you object to it being like that it doesn't smell like shit. I don't think it smells like but shit. But it tastes like throw up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, I can't convey to you mm. how unpleasant this is. This is not good. That was really Something about it I kind of like. And you have a whole box of yeah, this. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's, there's probably, like, there's maybe 30 in here. 30 of these wafers? 30. All right, your spatial reasoning is stronger than mine. But I think it's probably 45. All right, well. 45? It's like my favorite president. <laughs> the president? <laughs> oh, God. The ingredients in this are... I can't even read, and I don't want to tip this thing over because I think durian will spill everywhere. Keith can't read is the takeaway Yeah, I can't read. It's also all in Chinese. Hey, what does this have in common with this movie? <laughs> that it kind of makes me want to throw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, spoiler, Christmas crime story. Not good. Well... This is a bad, cheap movie. You can see the boom mic at one point. Oh, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> at, boom mics yeah. comes. There are boom mics bouncing it's into frame, loaded with continuity errors. Like just. which we weren't entirely sure. at first. I, the one character is a. Uh, let's back up. Let's back up. There's so much. What is right, the premise of this movie? Or should we taste here? I can get rid of this for you. Kyle. You don't want this durian? Yeah, uh, I was gonna go back in for more, but I then I realized why. All right, so here's the synopsis of this movie, according to Internet Movie Database. All right. Oh, Keith. And now Keith's making a, a wretch face. Like Every once in a while. It's like, I don't know. Every once in a while, you realize what you're eating and think, boy. It's like good and bad at the same time. Anyone out there, does anyone else like durian? I like... The, I the find only, it strangely appealing. The only time I've ever enjoyed durian was <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm so sorry a, for this round of snacks. Dur- no, I have no problem with it. You've you've succeeded in the point of this, <laughs> but the point is for it to be ma- va- like vaguely unpleasant. Uh, the durian ones? Yeah, I thought they'd at least be just fun and crazy. I, I could have gotten there was peanut, there was vanilla, yeah. oh. there was coconut, and then there was durian. So durian. I thought, well, which one would could we talk about for fun? The vanilla one, we'd just be like, oh, it tastes like vanilla. It's pretty tasty. No, you, you nailed it. I had durian mochi once, and that was pretty good. How was but that good? I think the mochi concealed it a little better than these wafers. All right. What's mochi? Mochi is like a Japanese like rice kind of thing that they like pound. It's pounded rice until it's basically like a, it's almost like a dough. It's like very, very chewy. It's like uh, glutinous rice, basically. Yeah. And you usually stuff it with like a, a filling of bean paste or... Pureed chestnuts, yeah. those sort of things. Or oh, ice geez. cream sometimes. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's chewy. Like tasty Asian dessert. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a botched Christmas Eve robbery leads down a destructive path for a police officer reconnecting with his estranged mother. A, a This is all one hi, hyper-hyphenated word. A coming apart at the seams, amateur photographer. He's his, coming apart at the seams? Didn't get that impression. Well, I guess he does murder that woman. Yeah. And has an imaginary friend. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's not all together, is he? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, His vindictive and murderous fiance, her secret lover, I guess referring to the fiance, and a strung out mall Santa. I don't know. They didn't use an Oxford comma here, so I'm not sure if the secret lover is the strung out mall Santa. But side note, the secret lover is also a mall Santa. Yeah. So there are two mall Santas. This is a movie with two mall Santas. There's like a diner Santa and a mall Mall Santa. Santa. Yeah. As they all converge in one explosive, deadly night. Ooh. To edit a plot, tap it. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a a cut-rate pulp fiction type movie. It tries to like cut between 
time periods and various plots. But and like characters, like who? How do they all connect? Yeah, they're all connected. Yeah, through whatever. I mean, I guess I don't know. Through all this diner, everyone comes to this diner. I guess right. Maggie's. Oh. You can still taste it, right? Which yeah, she's like the sole employee. Teeth, By the way, just wait till tomorrow morning. You're gonna burp a little, and you're gonna taste. It. You're gonna be like, <laughs> uh, oh, this no. is, this it is will a, this linger is two, for so long. You perpetrated a two day troll. Mm-hmm. It's cultural exploration, guys. We're learning. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I main thing I've learned is don't eat durian. Don't eat durian. Durian, durian. Can you pour me some of that apricot nectar? Yeah, so here, let's let's this try this let's neck. try this apricot John here. This is from uh this is a product of Turkey, I believe. Uh that's where I, I got it in a Turkish market. Uh so this should be pretty straight up. I think it's just nectar. So, hey, it looks like apricot juice. But secretly, it's <laughs> Yeah, the juice. sound effects. It is secretly durian juice. Oh, that would have been good if I replaced everything with durian. This is actually tasty. What do you think of this one? This is good. Yeah, good. It's doing wonders for the taste in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Sec. It's fresh. This is good. Fresh. Unlike the movie. Unlike <laughs> the, the movie. movie. Wow, yeah. that is really good, man. Yeah. Nice. Right. Temek Nectars get an A+. Yeah, they have a variety of other nectars. Maybe we'll try more on the show next time, like Sour Cherry or... Whatever the other one is. Durian. Yeah, durian. durian. <laughs> uh, so how does this movie start? A Durian Paul. Um. <laughs> oh. Okay, so this, this it starts with a like uh, liquor store robbery. Right, and there's this like very clean cut, handsome cop. He comes in. This clean cut, very handsome. <laughs> I mean he, he is, right? Sexy cop. He's super sexy. Keith is way in. It's his dream man. Yeah. It's his dream daddy. Yeah, but he comes in and, like, I don't know. There's this. The, the cashier's, like, murdered behind the counter. And he, like, there's this other cop there. I guess it's, like, his case, not this other guy's. And he, like, reams him out. He's like, don't you care about these people or anything? Like, just to let us know that this is one of the good cops, I guess. And uh, it, then that has no bearing on the rest of the nothing. plot. Nothing. It doesn't matter movie. at all. Because, spoiler alert, that guy dies. Yeah, that guy gets shot by. Yeah, the, 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 the very sexy by cop. Right. So the sexy cop gets shot by the sexy photographer. Which is Adrian Pay. Yeah, AP is a sexy trust fund baby turned photographer. Yeah, wait, what's the deal with the trust fund baby thing? He, he's kind of a lazy piece of shit because he's a trust fund kid. Right. And And his wife wants him to like is pissed at him because like you should get a job. Like Yeah. But what does she do? Do we know what she does? Also, like, no offense. I mean, like how old is he also like at, I mean how old is AP in real life like to what, get a job 52 53 at like 50 something right. it's like he's about to retire yeah but also like being a trust fund baby like I get the strung out Santa being like you need a job like no one's no one's busting his balls to get a job like he's working his ass trying to like make a buck but like AP is a trust fund baby like I don't need a job I I got I'm fucking yeah, loaded did, like yeah. what's the pressure for him to get a job like does she just not want him around the house so she can bang around yes cuz spoiler alert, she's, she's banging around. around one of the mall santas yeah like also and that's the le- like she's married to like a trust fund like it's AP she's married to and like her idea of like who she's going to have an affair with is like a fucking loser mall santa guy like no offense to mall santas out there but like yeah, this guy is like not a together dude. Like this guy is a, a wreck. But she's like for some reason like wants to be with him and not AP. I don't know. Love is blind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So they say so is the hitman that she tries to hire. No, he's not blind. He just wears shades indoors. So AP, they get in a fight. He shows her pictures he took of her having an affair. 
And then he strangles her to death. Yeah, and there's a crunch. There's a crunch. He's like over her choking her. He's like, ah, ah. It's really (laughs) intense. There's also like a kid with cancer plot line. (laughs) Also, whose dad is also a strung out, like recovering alcoholic mall Santa. Right. Who gets, who's stressed because he gets fired on Christmas Eve. And it's from like mall from mall santing, and he's like begging the manager, like, "Don't fire me, man!" It's like you're a my Santa. pension's about to vest. It's like it's over. The Santa thing is up. Like, it's Christmas Eve. You're done. Come back in a few months for Easter or something. Right. And he he like almost chokes out his creepy boss. Well, and he flips out on his car. He gets a parking ticket to add insult to injury, and he starts slamming his beard against the car. And the manager, sh- and he's like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" And the manager shows up out of nowhere and is like berating him, like, "Don't you fuck up my suit!" Yeah. And then they're I'm just getting the durian screaming. out of here because I can smell it again. Okay, hold on. I'll, I'm gonna walk away here, Kyle. Here's the microphone. I'm gonna get this durian in the, in the clear zone. Durian, durian. <laughs> durian. So this movie, the law firm of Durian and Durian. This movie's just a mess, and yes, nothing makes sense. Yeah, it like keeps going back over the same period of time. Like, really, the whole movie takes place within the span of like twenty five minutes, probably, which we just keep seeing from different people's perspectives over and over and over again. And it's very confusing every time this happens. It's also very confusing who the main characters are, like what the point of anything is. Oh, did we mention Adrian Paul's fucking hallucination sidekick? Coming apart at the seams thing. So Adrian Paul, at first I guess it's not clear that he's make-believe, but I think it's, it is kind of clear, right? Because yeah. his lollipop keeps changing colors? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was a continuity error or if that was supposed to show us that he was phony or something. But he has like a... We should, I wish we could always explain continuity errors that way. Yeah, it's just in his mind. Um, but yeah, he has this like hard... I don't want to say hard criminal guy. Like this insane hoe, like the devil on his shoulder character who keeps telling him to like do bad things. And it's kind of funny. I can't like. I mean, it's played for laughs, but like, it's like, no, it's not funny. I know it's not. Yeah, it's not funny. I won't, uh, I won't put the cop ass him because Adrian Paul is laughing at something his loony sidekick is saying. Right, and he's like, "Is something funny?" But like, what is the point of any of that? Like, none of none of that stuff is not important or to the story, is it? Uh, it's important for when. Do do I give away the ending? Does it matter for this fucking movie? This piece of shit movie. No, go on. Okay, well, at some point, Adrian Paul, one of the two mall Santas, who is who's banging his wife, shoots Adrian Paul. And as Adrian Paul is oh, dying, so he good. sees his, like, at some point he had said to his, like, phantasm devil on the shoulder guy, like, I don't want to see you anymore. And the guy disappears. They have, No, they, they, he doesn't just say, I don't want to see you anymore. They break up in the car. And like they literally, they're like, "Are you breaking up with me?" Adrian Paul cries. Yeah. There's he's, it's a tear filled scene, and he kicks his like this this phantasm out. It's yeah. nuts. Yeah. So while Adrian Paul is dying from being shot by a mall Santa, the guy reappears, and Adrian Paul, with his dying breath, flips him off. And makes the goofiest look like, and, and dies that way, and like freezes yeah. that way. He's stuck like that. And like when the, the ambulance ridic- comes, ridiculous. they will find him like that. He's like rigor mortis, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh boy, this whole fucking movie. This movie's a mess. This is like a made-for-TV movie or something, right? Or direct-to-video, direct to Amazon. Well, it's, it's certainly not direct to theaters. 
No. <laughs> and even the title of it, like Christmas Crime Story, like it's a play on like a Christmas story, I suppose. Oh, we haven't even talked about the fucking music. Oh, yeah. So also this movie takes place Christmas Eve in Los Angeles, which is suffering from a crazy heat wave for some for I don't know what reason in this December. is. In December, I mean, but, like, I just don't get the point of it. Like, what's, why? Like, what's the point of this? Like, at one point, like, they're like, Adrian, you need, like, an IV to replenish your fluids. It's like, it's it's not, like, do the right thing hot. Like, nobody's sweating in this movie ever. No. No one's sweating. (laughs) That's a great point. That doesn't seem like a hard thing to do. Like, get a water bottle out. Spray some people down. Yeah. Get that glycerin out or whatever it is. Glycerin? Is that what they use for tears? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, oh, and then there's Christmas carolers. They're like, Three. are they are they are through through thread throughout this thing? Like they no. keep no. Okay, I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of no, this. No, you were trying. You're trying too hard, Keith. Like they <laughs> show up outside the cafe, your diner. They're like Christmas caroling, but they're just like wandering around. Yeah. Then they end up like where Adrian murders his wife, like which seems like a not well, a they find, they're not a business find district. The cop. Right. They they're stumble like in across a small industrial park. They're caroling for no one. They're, they're literally walking, walking down, down the, the street, street singing like "Oh Holy Night." Well, at one point they're singing to like a diner window, yeah, that has blinds down. <laughs> <laughs> Which we find out later, the hot cow- caroler is married to the world's worst actor, and that's why they're caroling in front of the building. Wait, 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 wait. Go back. I might have missed that. I might have gone out of the room. Oh, you missed that. Okay. I remember. I, I remember the the one caroler hits on the Santa. Well, the Santa hits on her. Yeah, which is creepy. into it. Which is also weird. Also, it looks like the one mall Santa has like a cold sore or something. Why are people in? Is this a fetish? It's like a Santa fetish? Like, people are into these Santas. Yeah, like everyone has a series of sexually charged conversations with mall Santas in this movie. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. This is like some free dating advice or Christmas crime story. Hey, are you a lonely creep? Get a Santa costume. In any case... There's this one very cute caroler, and the worst actor in this movie is just awful, 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 is a hitman, allegedly. <laughs> Jason, the hitman. Jason, the hitman. Who wears sunglasses inside at night all at the time. Diner, <laughs> while drinking orange juice. And, and he talks like Ben Carson. Yes. Like, actually, this guy is not cool and not threatening. No. None of those things. He's got genius, like brilliant hands. <laughs> Isn't that the name of Ben Carson's book? Something like that. Cuba Gooding Jr. Ben Carson? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Show me the money. (laughs) (laughs) So Snow dogs. (laughs) Boat trip? (laughs) At some point in the middle of this, I keep on wondering, like, why isn't the hitman actually killing Adrian Paul? Because that is what he's been hired, allegedly, to do. We kind of find out later, like, in the denouement of this movie, that the guy we think is a hitman is maybe an undercover cop. And he is with the hot caroler, who is... Oh, that's the caroler? Easily Uh. half his age. Oh, yeah. She's half his age if she's a day old. (laughs) And they have two kids. Two beautiful babies. Two beautiful babies. Yeah, it's strange. It's very strange. But also, like, the fucked up thing is, so he's getting paid to kill Adrian Paul because his wife doesn't want to be with him anymore and, I guess, can't leave him under normal terms? I think she wants access to his trust, maybe? Interesting. Okay. Because otherwise, why kill him? Yeah. All right. His house didn't look that nice. Yeah, and he keeps... So here's the weird thing. It's like, he keeps, like, raising the price 
on second now that i'm considering this like is it because he's a cop and he doesn't want to do it so he's like i want her to back off this situation so i'm going to raise the price so she goes nah it's not for me maybe maybe that is the reason maybe regardless he eventually lowers this price to ten thousand dollars to kill this person at the end of this movie this movie has a crazy twist ending let's get to that so the twist on this is like everything goes to shit at the end like everybody dies adrian paul dies Oh, let's well, let's let's go back a little further. All right, so the this mall movie Santa, is so confusing <laughs> to explain because it's so bonkers. It's not linear in any way. Even if it was, it wouldn't make sense. So, the mall, the one mall Santa, who was upset with his beard, yes, and his parking ticket. He was gonna yeah. go rob a liquor store. It would seem he's like he's telling his wife and kids. Oh, his kid, he's his kid is the one with the cancer, the right. cancer plot. So he's gonna rob this liquor store right before he goes to do it. The other Santa robs it and shoots the person. He ends up at the scene of the crime and gets arrested for the crimes of the other Santa, right? Because the cops are like, what? There was two mall Santas here, like, robbing your liquor store? That he says it's a real astrological <laughs> event. An astrological <laughs> event. So, and then that Santa strangles himself. In right, the... they arrest him, and that night he kills himself. So, yeah. what a bummer there, huh? But then, like, this weird thing with the clouds happens. We're hey, supposed to... Santa. Hang on, other Santa is the one who kills Adrian Paul. He kills himself. Right. right after killing Adrian Paul. He murders Adrian Paul, sits in the garden, and puts the gun to his chin and blows his brains out. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Speaking of blowing brains out, let's talk about the guns in this movie. Oh, <laughs> no, Jesus Christ. No gun actually fires a blank. Ever. Ever. Yeah, there's no muzzle flashes. There are no, there's no like action on the guns that make it look like they're firing. Like but. everything is like mistimed. Like it looks like you're watching like a play, like a high school play where it's like bang and somebody's like, oh, I got hit. Like, and I got hit in a part you weren't aiming at. Like it's, yeah. it's so crazy. And Eamon, you said you, at one point you could see the. Oh yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Or at, Kyle. At one point when, during the robbery of the liquor store by the one mall Santa, you can see the orange tip on one of the guns. <laughs> And I was just like, okay, this is amazing. But yeah, they couldn't afford the muzzle flashes, which is, it's got, doesn't that have a special movie making name? I feel like it uh, does. I don't know. One but of our movie people out there is going to let us know. Movie people. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't understand what. What do you mean movie people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, something happens with like the clouds or the clouds like go back. It's a quickening. Or something. It's a quickening. And then like every, everything, <laughs> everything like changes at the end of this movie and everything's like okay at and the end. They show everyone making the decision that they should have made. made. The funny thing is, is like Adrian Paul, like when the story goes back and like make the right decision, his wife never makes the right decision. Like his wife still has an affair. That's not the decision well, that gets reversed. decision of the evening. Yes, I it's, suppose. It's just, oh yeah, I guess it's the Christmas miracle of that Christmas evening. Christmas. So Adrian Paul gets all angry at her, yells a bunch, and then decides not to murder his wife. How nice. Uh, and then what are the other choices people make? Well, the guy doesn't ma- rob the liquor store. Yeah, which as a result, other mall Santa doesn't get arrested and kill himself. Oh, we didn't mention the lottery ticket. So Mall Santa, when he robs the liquor store, for some reason, he also asks for a lottery ticket. Well, I think he wants her to turn around. Right. To to go get the lottery ticket so that while her back is turned, he can pull the gun. Right. Which he does. He ends up scratching this lottery ticket off later, and it's a winner. And for $250,000. And he, after, I guess, committing this murder, feels bad and gives it to cancer 
mom, a cancer kid's cancer mom. baby. Who's there to get mashed potatoes? That's also a plot point. Is yeah. All this girl wants for Christmas. One is to be normal and not dying, and also mashed potatoes. <laughs> well, it's that her dad promised they could go out to eat wherever she wanted. And she, and she wanted she to wanted go to potatoes. Maggie's for some mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. But, like, weird things, like, the ramifications of this is that, like, now... He still gets the two hundred fifty thousand dollar ticket, but doesn't give it to the, the dying the child. Right. So, so that's kind of fucked. sad. Yeah. So the kid's fucked. This kid's gonna die. You know. Yeah. But she still. Got but she daddy. gets her dad. So her dad doesn't die, but she loses out on the money. The <sighs> money. Yep. Real double edged sword there. Yeah. What was the point of this? We were talking about. <laughs> this movie is batshit insane. <laughs> wait, hold on. I was gonna get to the. Wait, what was I backtracking? We were talking about Adrian Paul at the end. Oh, the, the 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 cop, right? So this cop is brought to the the diner to be the hitman for the wife, right? Right. And he does not end up doing it because she doesn't end up giving, getting the money to pay him off, right? Because the liquor store is never robbed, so she never gets the ten thousand dollars to have him fake kill a- AP. Regardless, she's arrested. Like she. <laughs> solicited somebody for murder right she's done maybe that might be entrapment though because he's a cop and the cop is trying to get you to do something illegal so what was the point of all of it to begin with uh my well is he like the clarence of this movie like the the guardian angel that's there to make sure no one gets murdered no no that's not i doubt it one i doubt it but two he might actually still be a hitman you think he's he a piece of both, shit. He could both be a cop and a hitman. So that's, that's like weird and fucked up too. Well, it it's never explained. This movie does not have a happy ending, even though it pretends to have a happy ending, I think, right? Yeah. Like there's still some shit that happens. It's like just slightly happier than maybe it was before. Like just people don't die. But it's well, still they the they still the have delta a, there a is suffer. Big. The delta between dead and not dead is large. That is like pretty, pretty good. Like for sad mole santa who wanted to be an easter bunny in april they're doing way better all right we got one more uh beverage to try what do we got kyle we got a can of is this russian i can't can't read a single goddamn thing on this which i based that pronunciation off of it being russian and me being able to do that accent yeah i still have no idea but i think i see pictures of blueberries Close. I believe they're currants. Is that kirpit? Maybe. I don't know. Currants. So this drink is called Kvass, and it is a... Well, this is a soda version. This is non-alcoholic. There's an alcoholic version in Russia. Uh, Still smell the drink. I know. It's like it's... Don't worry. It's going to be in my house for a while. Yeah, I know. So it is a drink made with, like, rye bread. So you, like, ferment rye bread, and so it's very malty. And it's kind of bready. And this has some currants in it, so it should be a little fruity. So uh, I've never had this particular brand. I've had... Oh, look at it. It's like kind of purple. It's a it's a very pleasant, like, almost like a pinkish. Maybe color. this isn't a kvass. I, I bought this with a series of other drinks, which we'll try another time. Yeah, this this might just be a currant soda. It was ne- it was with the kvasses. Kind of smells like tarragon. In Russia, tarragon soda is a thing. And it's great, and it's like Hulk green. Or is it mint? It's mint. There's definitely mint in there. This is a mint and like, current soda, guys. This tastes like a, a bullshit mojito. Like it if does. You, like if you went to a bar like during happy hour and ordered a mojito and they poured you something like this, you're like, this tastes great, but there's no alcohol in it. 
This does taste good. I would put rum in this in a second. Amy, what do you think? Uh, you want a little more durian? No. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm way into this. This is delicious. Yeah, this is. I'm shocked at this. I thought this was going to be a current kvass. Uh Wow. Instead, is just Russian soda tastes like Majido. So we've also we picked in these snacks like not normal stuff. Like this stuff is not easily accessible for our listeners to go and just hop down to you know your local you, superstore. You and at grab. home go to local net cost market. Get yelled at by Russian woman behind counter. Find sodas. You kavas holes. <laughs> so guys, what are our final thoughts on Christmas Crime Story? Not worth watching. Not worth watching. I had fun watching this it's, personally. It's ninety minutes. If you all right, if you don't mind watching a bad movie, because this is a bad movie, and would get, I got a kick out of seeing Adrian Paul and whatever weird accent he was doing. There was questions about we when he first came on. I was like, is he doing an American accent? Then I thought he that, was doing like, an Irish accent later. It was kind of all over the place. Yeah, there was. A I lot. thought. I think. I don't know. I'm not sure. Honestly, but I don't know. I got a kind of a kick out of seeing him, and like I don't know. We watch a lot of bad movies. Mm. Uh, like, how does this compare to? Razorback. Ugh. Razorback is a more competently put together movie. For it's sure. It's not like an amazing movie or anything, but like this is like a I mean, this is also like just so derivative, it's ridiculous. Yeah. There's no like art to this movie. No. Yeah. There's I don't care about there's these not characters much there, there. or anything. Really? You don't care about the beloved character of Mall Santa number two? Oh, and the cops having a baby and they're naming it Maggie after the mom. Who has a diner named Maggie which is where half this movie takes place. Yep. Half this because it's like the diner in Pulp Fiction, which this is not. Half this movie takes place in Maggie's, and like another quarter of it takes place in cars. Yeah. People sitting alone in cars. Yeah, people talk to themselves a lot in this movie, too, don't they? Talking constantly. Oh, they're this just movie. Like, they're always just bearing their souls to strangers. has so much dialogue. It's not good. And it's dialogue about nothing. It's like yeah. not propelling anything forward. Well, it's like, really poor before the one santa robs the store he has like a heart to heart with the clerk who's about, about like, to love and shit murder and they yeah. share like the clerk a, was the best actress in this movie though she was hands she down. was good yeah nap nap that's right nap yeah i don't know if you like bad movies and want to see adrian paul this might be for yeah you. i mean if yeah you haven't seen him in a while act and stuff check I mean, it out i mean it's on amazon if you have if an it, amazon subscription there it is. Yeah, oh yeah, it's free with Amazon. So by that metric, I'd say watch it. Yeah, don't or put watch it an... on in the background or do it with some friends. Like, don't treat this seriously. No, treat this very seriously. Oh, Get yeah. your, set your expectations to ten thousand. Eamon, you mentioned the music. We didn't really delve into that. That it's oh. like constant Christmas music. It's like weird electronic remix Christmas music, and it's Where all it's like, like let me pay key. jingle bells in a minor key. Yeah, oh. and it's all like distorted and. Sometimes there will be like two music tracks playing at the same time, which was confusing and weird. Yeah, no, the music is bonkers, top to bottom. And we knew it was going to be from during like the opening scene. Oh, I forgot to say what this movie opens with. There's an open quote on this oh, movie. <laughs> yeah, I was it starts like, with a quote for some reason. And I was like, and it's oh. quote who does it? It never says who the quote is by. It's just, just like, like nonsense quote. It's a, it opens with the <laughs> phrase "Christmas Crime Story," a time when the mirth of Yuletide crackles in the fireplace of hell what do i need to read the it again fireplace of what does hell. that mean it's so hot it's hotter than the hottest than the hottest part of the hottest place we had some predictions we had some predictions going into this movie which were i thought there might be santa on santa fighting 
There was. One Santa gets framed for another Santa's murder. That's yeah, close. that does kind of pit two Santas against each other. Good Santa v. Bad Santa, Dawn of Mirth. Mirth. <laughs> Christmas, and then I also predicted that there would be a a real Santa Santa. moment. That there would be like, which we came close to. That there is kind of a Christmas miracle. Yeah, I think the Christmas miracle kind of captures it. Yeah, but definitely like that there was going to be some sort of Christmassy moment that was like supernatural. No Santa though. Mm -mm. No reindeer. None of that. We're on Christmas. (laughs) We're on Christmas crime story. We're on Christmas crime story. CCS. This is the future liberals want. (laughs) Christmas crime. All right, do we have anything else to say about this turd? No. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. All right, so this movie, we didn't like it too much, but on Amazon it has four and a half stars, which seems to be a lot. Uh, so, Kyle, there's some five-stars reviews on Amazon. What, what are some of them like? I loved it. The plot was well-written, and the cast did it justice. Did it the justice it deserved. Yikes. Five stars. It was a very suspenseful movie. No, it wasn't. Five stars. Oh, this one's long. Here, I'll just give you a taste. Christmas Crime Story is a true is truly a find in the indie film world. I'm so glad that I found this gem of a film while being a dark exploration in the underbelly of film noir seed- seediness on one Christmas Eve. It is also a joyous combination of the Christmas spirit. What? It's rare that one movie can so embody the cheer of this holiday and combine it with the angst of Christmas time. As one insightful character states, everybody is miserable at Christmas. Adrian Paul's unhinged yet controlled com- performance, combined with the newcomer, I think, Narita Bega's brash, realistic advance against him, is relentlessly compelling to watch. What? Who wrote that? Sam. Uh, Sam. Sam. <laughs> Fucking Sam, man. Eric Close's distraught hopelessness as a fired and desperate Santa on Christmas Eve hit me with a brutally harsh reality. Ma- Mary Margaret Humes, parenthetical, mom from Dawson's Creek, shows up here in a truly heartfelt turn as she meets her estranged son, Scott Bailey, after many years. Finally, the unexpected shocker of an ending makes it all come together. I never saw it coming, but I was very glad when it did um, <laughs> when it came <laughs> i have to say that i really enjoyed this movie and will make it regular viewing oh. for many a christmas to come who the fuck is this were they paid to write that is that somebody who worked on this movie it has to be there's only one bad review oh it's titled from annie w the dialogue was laughably bad so bad i tried <laughs> <laughs> slow methodical horrible dialogue i tried i really did there's no even. There's not even like any like good foley work in this this movie. Like, there's multiple times when guns are dropped on the sidewalk and they just sound like little cheap pieces of plastic. Like, it's like it's really rough. Yeah, maybe that was what the foley artist was going for. Oh, I want it to sound like what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's a strange thing because like I feel like this movie could be a good movie. Like. Uh, it's small like i like that it's a small movie like this is something that like i don't know sometimes i think independent movies they try to be like more than they should be this movie doesn't have that problem like it's it's a murder drama thing like it doesn't it doesn't need big sets like none of the i mean like some of these locations are obviously boring and they revisit the same places over and over again but like this movie doesn't require like the fact that this diner is like the central focal point for these characters to meet like 
that's a positive thing for an independent movie to do. Like, it's like, that's going to save you so much money. Like, infinite dollars. Yeah. And like, time. And it's like, these are strong suits for independent movies, but like, the script and it's just like really out of control and not good. All right. I'll leave, I'll, I'll do this last review, which I think might be my favorite. Holiday Blues Done Right. A new kind of Christmas movie. No cheesiness or gore overload. It's a story about real people and how the holidays don't always bring joy or warmth to everyone. From the acting to the writing, it's an overall amazing film. Highly recommend. What the fuck? What movies do these people watch? And also, like, it's just like not your average Christmas movie, not like cheesy or gory. Like, what other Christmas movies gory? Have you ever seen Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> that abominable. Ugh. <laughs> all right, all right I think so. we've juiced this orange. All right, well we've we've had a long day. We've been scanning, scanning, scanning. Scanny, Love, great scanny. stuff coming for you, coming for you, coming at you, coming for you. Uh, Cleopatra. That's right, and we've got a lot more scanning to do. Surprisingly, so we'll be doing it longer. But uh, make sure to tune in this week for another brand new Highlander rewatched podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes if you like what we do. Five and, stars. That's right, five stars, and visit us. Our Etsy and Facebook pages for awesome collectible Highlander magnet sets. Yeah, got to get those things so you can put your report card up on your fridge. All right, we've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. And this is Eamon. Bye. Bye. Still smell that fucking durian. <laughs>